0: Welcome to the Open to Hope show. I'm your host, Dr. Gloria Horsley, with my daughter and co-host, Dr. Heidi Horsley. Well, Heidi, we have a great friend on today and somebody we've known for a long time and I'm excited to introduce her to everyone because she has done so much good in the world out of her grief and loss. So would you like to introduce her?
1: Yes, mom. I'm thrilled to have Bobby Milne joining us today. We have known her for over 20 years. Mm -hmm. Um, She has been very involved with the Compassionate Friends on every level. And for those of you out there who don't know what the Compassionate Friends is, it is an organization for people who have lost children, siblings, and grandchildren. We're going to be talking to Bobby today about insights from one who has had multiple losses. Bobby is no stranger to loss. Her 11-year-old son Andrew died in 1986 of a skateboard accident. Uh, recently in 2016, her only sister died of ovarian cancer and they were extremely close. And even more recently in 2020, her husband died and they were together 60 years, weren't you, Bobby?
2: 55.
1: 55 years. So we're going to talk to Bobby today about how she is finding hope, the things that have helped her and the things that haven't helped her. So welcome to our show, Bobby. Thank you. So good to see both of you. I uh, want to give a shout out to you, to Bobby's daughter. Tracy Milne is one of my dearest, dearest friends. Um, and
0: Tracy and Bobby are
1: both very involved in compassionate friends. So I just want to give a shout out to Tracy also. Like me
0: and like Heidi, Bobby, you've kind of been through a lot. Uh, yeah. having, having a son die and suddenly uh, a young kid. How long was it before you went into Compassionate Friends? Andrew
2: died March the 1st. And I was at the very next meeting. After that, I went. Tracy and I went. Denny never went. Our husband, my husband, never went. Mm-hmm. Tracy and I went the very next meeting. It was a chapter in Princeton, and we went the very next meeting. Um, and I only know about it because my babysitter lost her brother, and her parents wow. went. So that's how I found out about Compassionate Friends. And we went. And so did you know about chapter it? Chapter leader
0: was Marsha yeah. Alec. Oh, wow. yeah. this is like so America. ironic. So, so you went to that first meeting. And yeah, it was like within two weeks, after Miranda well, died. Talk <laughs> about that first meeting a little bit, because people want to know how it would be if they went to a compassionate friends meeting. I mean, there, talk about what it's like. OK, the very first meeting, you're scared. You don't know what you're supposed to do,
2: um, but they tell you what to do. So we didn't know anybody had no clue who would be there. And they sat us in the circle and we had to introduce ourselves and tell about the person we were there for. And I couldn't talk. Mm -hmm. I couldn't get it out without crying and sobbing. And my, and Tracy the same way, and my game plan was to be the very last person. My goal was to be the very last person in the circle and be able to say my son, Andrew died on March the first in nineteen eighty six from a skateboarding accident without crying.
1: Mm-hmm. That, that was that's my a goal. Big, and that's a big deal. Right. Yes, it Early was. On.
2: Because yeah. I because I cried every day. Yeah. And it took me a while, but I was able I was able to do it. And that summer was our very first national conference. We went right to national conference. Wow. And that's where Tracy ended up meeting Darcy Sims' daughter. May she rest in peace, Darcy, uh, Allie Sims, and that's where she meant Cindy Tart and got in with the TCF Sibs, and we went every summer to national conferences.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it's such a great up. story uh, for people to hear how you, you don't really have to talk. I mean, they would pass, you know, yes. by you, it and was- your goal yeah. just to be able to tell that story. So for people who are early on in loss. yeah. The
2: thing of it it is that was great was you didn't have to talk. But I'm the type of person that doesn't like to be sick. I don't like pain. Mm -hmm. I don't like not to feel good. I always was a happy person. So I needed to go somewhere where they were going to fix me. I wanted to be fixed. I wanted this pain and this ache to go away. And I needed to go to a group who would give me that. And mm-hmm. that's why we went to Compassionate Friends, went to all the workshops. And don't forget, now, Denny's not going. Denny's right. doing his thing at work. And Tracy and I are learning all this stuff. She's learning sibling loss. I'm losing, learning child loss. I'm learning how to deal with my husband. I'm learning how to deal with my daughter. Mm-hmm. Because after all, I was one of those who turned around and said, but he was only your brother.
1: Yeah. And... So it, it's interesting, Bobby. you got things out of it for yourself and for your entire family. I had to. Yeah.
2: I had to because we couldn't be a family if I didn't. Mm-hmm. I didn't understand. Cause don't forget, I came from um, a Jewish family. So when a brother and all I lost were aunts and uncles. So mm-hmm. they sat their shiva for their couple of days. And then after that, everybody went back to work and whatever and whatever. And so when Andrew died, I couldn't understand why Tracy was so upset and couldn't do her schoolwork and didn't want to do things. How how
0: old was she then, by the way? She
2: was 15. Okay. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: She was 15. And that, so I had to learn, well, why? Mm -hmm. Why? Denny comes from a Scottish family and Mm -hmm. they believe in, well, the man's supposed to take care of the family. So therefore it was his fault cause he wasn't there to protect Andrew. So he had to live with that guilt. I lived with the guilt that I bought the skateboard. My sister lived with the guilt. Well, she was the one who sent him out to play that day. Uh-huh. So you have three of us all feeling guilty about what happened. And I had to learn how to deal with this. I had to learn that it was okay that Denny didn't want to do this over here. And Bobby and Tracy needed to do their stuff and learn to understand it. I, I found communication, I found the best workshops at Compassionate Friends at that time to learn about. I went to your Gloria, I was at your workshop. Tracy and I went to your workshop. And then I went to children's workshop. I went to husband workshop. I went to them all to try to understand because grief is not the same for everybody. Right. Grief for Heidi over The death of Scott is different than the grief gloria you have for
0: Scott. Right. Your sister uh, dies. Did you learn something? Did you learn some coping skills that you think have helped you with your sister's death and your husband's death? My sister and I
2: were 10 years apart. Mm -hmm. So she was like my baby sister, but she Mm -hmm. was my only sister. Gail was 57 when she died.
1: Wow. She was really young, Bobby.
2: Yes, she was. And for four and a half years I went with her for her chemo treatments and so forth and so on. Denny did his thing, Tracy was doing her thing. And I had to tell my sister that she was going to die.
1: Uh, Wow, that's tough. I
2: also was with my sister when she took her last breath. Mm. I had never been around death before.
1: Right. Because Andrew died suddenly on a skateboard, so it was different. Yeah, he
2: was he was already dead in the street. Yeah. Um so when Gail died, I turned around to Tracy and I go, I guess now I'm a sibling, huh?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: But I also was an older sibling. I wasn't a sibling that had to take on being the only sibling left in the family and the responsibilities that. The younger siblings have to face mm-hmm. like 15 years old 10 yeah. years old yeah I would we were grown up we were adults and my sister and I had a great relationship but we had a typical sibling rivalry mm-hmm. and I miss her not calling me up I miss her mm-hmm. not yelling at me for doing something so I went to a sibling an older sibling workshop and then i decided to have one where i was the moderator oh i love it yeah of being you know for siblings that are 55 and over because there weren't any at the time and you know what it hit me pretty hard Mm -hmm. that she was no longer around because she was such a vital part of our family.
0: You knew from Compassionate mm-hmm. Friends, you knew how to run groups and that things could be done and that you could organize this. I,
1: yeah.
0: I love that. And you know, two of the things Heidi and I know uh, from the research is the two things that are most helpful when you've had a loss is peer support and education information uh, is great, isn't it, Heidi?
1: Absolutely. And those, like you said, those are the things that Compassionate Friends gives you peer support and education. And the thing I like also about Bobby's journey is she went from being someone that got support, peer support, and then over the years began to give peer support. I mean, mm. I know you still got it, but you began to give back because I think some people see people like you and me and my mom and say, that's scary. Wow. you still going to compassionate friends, yes. I and the reality, com- yeah. My
2: goal at compassionate friends, whenever I went there, whether I was giving a workshop or not, was to just help one family. I that was that. my goal. If I helped one family mm-hmm. walk away feeling better about their family situation, I did my job.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Now, now let's move on to now. Danny passed away a year ago
2: from stroke.
0: Wow. So, so we're coming up on the first year. Wednesday. So was coming up. What are your thoughts and plans for the future?
2: Well, I. I had to go. I had to start back with therapy when Denny died. I went because I didn't want to live. Mm.
1: That's a good reason to go, Bobby.
2: I know there's a purpose for me still being here because if yeah. I were supposed to die, I would have already. I also am on Facebook. There's a group on Facebook called the Sisterhood of Widows. Oh, nice. nice. I'm right. And this down. I, go, I go on that and I read stories there. Mm -hmm. and sometimes I answer or like I'll put input there like you know if something happened with Denny or his birthday or I find a picture and I just say this was my love of my life.
0: I um, have said that losing Scott was like uh, climbing Mount Everest without oxygen and having my husband die is like climbing it with oxygen. I kind of know the trip but you still have to take it. Thank you for being on the show. We love you.
1: Thank you for having me. Bobby. thank you so much. You have been through an unbelievable amount of loss in a very short period of time.
0: Yeah. And I know that Andrew is is your guiding light. Well, thanks everybody for joining this show today. And Heidi and I, and I'm sure Bobby, want to remind you that if you've lost hope, please lean on ours until you find your own and God bless.
1: I'm Dr. Heidi Horsley. You have been listening to Open to Hope, the podcast. You can follow Open to Hope on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.